LaMelo Ball is back from health and safety protocols, but is he back with the Charlotte Hornets? We give you that in a Dallas Mavericks game recap today on Locked On Hornets. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or you don't need. And they can even help you negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. So thanks to Truebill for being a part of this episode. You can follow Follow me on Twitter at Walker Mail, Doug on Twitter at Doug Branson LOH, and you can find the show handle on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets. That's also what you can type in to our YouTube channel. The subscribers, they're growing, baby. One thing that I failed to mention the last couple of episodes, I think because I was so shocked by it, was to look at my Twitter feed because I follow Lockdown Hornets like you should. And then I saw, I don't know, somebody from that account decide that it might be a cool idea to say, hey, we're going to tweet out if we get 500 subscribers then we're going to paint our face like bees or we're going to paint paint them purple and teal and then we're going to dress up as bees. I stopped reading as I knew there was going to be something detrimental to me and my image on YouTube if that indeed occurred. Yeah, I don't know who did this. We got to get our hands around the social media team yeah. at this point. It's mm-hmm. it's getting a little out of hand. So, um the the actual thing that's going to happen is if we hit and we've already tweeted it out. And listen, if you've been with us a while, you know when we say something. Oh, oh we hold on. Do you, it. you say we, and interestingly so. You, you say we, huh? That because that's not that's not what I would say about that. You but get carry paid on. to do the show too, right? I mean, you're on the payroll. So uh, at 500 subscribers, and we're close, folks. We're almost there. Uh, we're going to dress up as bees. Um, I've already started to research <laughs> bee costumes on Amazon. <laughs> Uh, again, I, I didn't. I didn't ask for this. I mean, I, I didn't do this. The social media team did, and uh, a thousand will paint our faces teal and purple. I'm gonna go. One full, of us, I think, should be teal, and the other should be purple. I, I'm gonna go full Urban Meyer and say whoever leaked that, whoever tweeted that, they don't have a job here anymore. Once I find out who tweeted that, that's I'm gonna go full Urban Meyer, getting them the out of the system, out of the but, organization. But the, but the the main point is that we're pretty close to 500. So we, And we know, listen, we know how many people listen to this show every day. We know it's more than 500. So if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you don't have to watch us on YouTube. Just subscribe, and then uh, you can watch that one particular episode where we dress up in bee costumes. Just that one, and then you can get your fix of us humiliating ourselves, and everybody will enjoy it. So Hornets kind of humiliated themselves last night against the Dallas Mavericks. It wasn't very good. <laughs> it wasn't very good. 30-point win, basically, for the Dallas Mavs. But there is some good news today. In fact, as of an hour ago about this, uh, we're recording at about like 11. An hour ago now, LaMelo Ball is reportedly back and has returned from health and safety protocols. But just like Jalen McDaniels and just like Mason Plumley, he's actually going to go to the Greensboro Swarm. And so here's the tweet on behalf of the Charlotte Hornets account. Official, LaMelo Ball has been cleared from the NBA health and safety protocols. He's been assigned to Greensboro for a conditioning and rehab assignment. Ball will join Jalen and Mason at practice with Greensboro today. So just practice today, going to be hanging out with the youngins as well as Mason and Jalen McDaniels. So happy that Lamella was back. And I think especially after watching last night, because the rain and the streak of competitive games, despite being without some bodies, 
ended against Dallas, where they they even got guys returning. P.J. Washington, they get Nick Richards. They have some players available to them more so than in previous games, and it was still just an awful loss for them. Happy to have LaMelo back on the mend. Hopefully we have him back with the Hornets as soon as possible. Yeah, I don't think we properly celebrated this moment after after – not getting to watch LaMelo ball for several games. And that was enough. I don't want to, you know, just that small absence was enough for me. We finally have LaMelo ball back. And I think that deserves hum diddly D. a hum diddly D <laughs> from our man EC, because I am so excited to see LaMelo back in uniform. He would have made that game last night tolerable to watch. That's really the sort of intangible missing element of LaMelo Ball is making bad games tolerable to watch. And the Hornets were tolerable for a while now. I mean, this is the second worst loss of the season. The first one, I, I still go back to that Sacramento Kings game where they lost 140-111. to 111. But this is a team that has struggled before when they go out west, when they do these road trips. And it's not like this is only – it's not like it's unique to the Charlotte Hornets. We know that teams – have this have their eyes on this because they know okay any of these west coast road trips if you're going from one end of the country to the other it's always going to be a little bit harder to prepare in that way but still I we talked about this yesterday Doug you wanted them to kind of capitalize and hopefully LaMelo Ball is able to allow them to capitalize on the first little half of this road trip that they have against San Antonio who they have next against Portland who they have after that before they get the Utah the Phoenix and the Denver um, at the end of that before they can finally come on home and so LaMelo is going to make a big difference you talked about the difference in offense when LaMelo's off of the floor, are you excited to see a little bit more of that brand of Charlotte Hornets basketball that is really synonymous with the way that LaMelo Ball plays? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to allow them to do a couple of things that they haven't been able to do without him. One is is push the pace in a, in a special way, in a creative way, in a way that results in you know, more effective scoring and transition. I think they've been missing that. I think they've been missing his creativity in the half court as well. And they've, I think, frankly, they've been missing his ability to turn the other team over on defense. We know he has his issues with gambling on defense and, and not you know, really being in the right spot all the times. But his ability to steal the basketball and turn it into points on the other end is, is something that the Hornets uh, desperately need. I'm not sure and we can get into this in the next segment with the recap. I'm not sure that this loss was really about LaMelo. I think that's an easy oh, no. thing to say like, oh, you know, they really desperately need LaMelo back. Well, that's true, but I don't think that that's what last night's loss was about in Dallas. It was about uh, well, I'll say I'll say it for the recap. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it's about mm. in the recap. I got the segues, you got the teases. Let's get to that second segment in just a moment. First, I do want to discuss Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you, so don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill instead to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple, though. Just Link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Truebill has over 2 million users too. They've helped save them over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams anymore. Start canceling today and Truebill.com slash NBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you thousands a year, Truebill.com slash NBA. Also want to discuss Stance with you. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting 
coming in and that those who feel good do good. So go see for yourself. Register for an account at Stance.com because Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. So use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout at Stance.com to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with a Dallas Mavericks recap and how did James Booknight follow up that other great performance against Sacramento, Kai Jones, JT Thor. We'll get to all that coming up next on Locked on Hornets. This is Locked on Hornets. All I have to go off of is write-ups and highlights and some video tidbits on Twitter because I was not able to watch this game. Tidbits, like tidbits? That's a, well, it's a great word, tidbits. It, I mean, that's just a, a funny word. word, tidbits. I want to use it every single day. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. So, Doug, they got a couple guys back yesterday, P.J. Washington, Nick Richards, and they got a couple of big guys, a couple guys that can play in the paint. Richards only playing three minutes. Kai Jones, though, comes in and plays six minutes. JT Thor gives you 18. PJ gave you 28, as you would expect. What did you make of the rotation of what they had in the front court, especially at the center position? It's the classic Nick Richards start three minutes. It's what Borrego like, does. Like, this is what he does, it. man. I don't get it. And, and, I don't and either. He was, he was coy about his starting lineup heading into the game and you know wanted to check on P.J. Washington, see how he was feeling. He was coming off of a non-COVID illness, um, just trying to get his legs back under him. And it looked like it. P.J. Washington uh, didn't look like uh, the P.J. Washington pre-illness. He's still finding his way back in. But, yeah, I don't get it. I don't know why you just don't start with P.J. But it, but what happened at the beginning of the game, I think, signaled that. You know, the the Mavericks got out to a big run, 10-0 or 12-0 run. The starters were getting blitzed on offense. They um, It was a lot of one-on-one basketball, not a ton of passing. Uh, you know, look, looking to get fouled instead of looking to make baskets, I thought. And then they got frustrated with not getting fouled, and then they let that leak into the defense, and it all just sort of avalanched on them very quickly. Uh, in the first half, um, it was it was disappointing overall. I mean, uh, and then add to that that Dallas had some bench wrenches come in and just absolutely annihilate Trey Burke, who hasn't scored 15 points all season, hasn't really played in a ton of games this season. Scores 22, can't miss from three. Starts like five of five from the field. I mean, get out of here, Trey Burke. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Well, this is the problem, right? <clears throat> this is what we discussed with Nada yesterday. That it feels like this is a game where you're starting to feel a little better about the Charlotte Hornets. It's not the same team anymore, and yet there was something deep within me that felt like I was jinxing them and Charlotte Sports Despair called us out yesterday and it's true Doug I can't help oh, it man, I want to believe I don't have listen I wish I had that power if I had that power oh you I think make you a have lot that power money. that's not the Doug Branson if I, I had know. that power and I knew that I had that power I could make a lot of money on betonline.ag but I don't have that power <laughs> I just believe in the Hornets every once in a while and I believe that they were going to show up but well, at the fault. same time that's I believe that made. I believe that, but I understand what happened last night, okay? And we've been talking about it a lot on the show. We were, we've were we been waiting for this moment uh, for several games. It feels like this moment is coming way later than we thought it would when, when they would essentially relax, and it comes on the heels of them getting a few players back, and I don't think that's a coincidence. Walker, have you ever been 
uh, maybe working an event or at an event like a wedding or something like that, and you're wearing super uncomfortable shoes and you've been standing for a long time, your feet are swelling, you're tired, and all you want to do is sit down. But you can't because, you know, the event or whatever you're working, you don't want to have people see you sit down. But then a, a few people walk away and you get a moment alone and you see a little sneaky place where you can sit. It's not a chair, but it's just a little sneaky place where you can lean maybe half of your butt on just to get just a little bit of relief. And then when you get that little re- little bit of relief, you really sink into it and, and you look a little too relaxed. The belly starts to come over the belt a little bit. And, and then someone catches you, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, what do you need me? You need me over here? You got, I can need to be over here? That's what happened to the Hornets last night. They got caught sitting in the sneaky seat because a few people came back. You get Rozier back, and, and they, let, they, let the, they let the belly over the belt a little bit last night. And that's did what you, happened. Did, did you just manage to go on that entire just crazy long story and example of what happened with the Hornets as well as call yep. me fat? Is that what happened? Well, I was really calling myself that. I don't think you have much of a belly to go over a bell, but I do, and it happens every once in a while. And that's okay as long as people don't see it. And that's what mm-hmm. happened last night. The, they let the belly over the belt, and people saw it. And they don't have see me. I have a baby to blame. When I make mistakes, I blame it on the baby because the baby's keeping us up at night. We're doing the best we can there. I can blame it on the baby. They don't have a baby to blame it on. Oh, maybe Lamelo. Maybe that's what hmm. they do. Maybe Lamelo's the baby, and they blame it on Lamelo. <laughs> I was gonna say they. Oh, wait, are we are we saying actual babies that they don't have? Do we know about every single one of those situations? I thought they did, but I understand. Well, it could be. I know yeah. Miles has a couple of kids. I was if I'm say, Miles, I'm going to the post game press conference. If I, if I'm Miles, I'm saying, "Yep, yeah, baby, I was a little tired. Yep. Sorry." I think that's I think that's the right thing to do. Just blame it on the baby. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for thirty bucks a month per line and a free five G phone when you switch. So you can get the latest episodes, of course, of Locked On Hornets. So then when you do that, all you get all on one of America's largest five G networks. More power to save. You get Boost Mobile. Uh, you do have free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions do apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Let's talk a little more about this game um, coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. My, uh, my fourth cousin twice for moved is Gary Busey, who is considered one of the greatest American actors of all time. So Are we totally, doing this? I've, I've got one to contribute. I, I, I don't know. I, I, was, I was completely alive. But. Hot man. I fell for it. I really thought. <laughs> he's just such a random name to bring up. <laughs> I thought Gary Busey was going to be it. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Doug, did you find it interesting at all? Here we are kind of talking about that big man rotation. But Kai Jones did see a little time. JT Thor got in for 18 minutes. Scotty Lewis got his debut, scored his first ever NBA points. So congratulations to Scotty Lewis for getting into this game. Um, Do you you think JT Thor is going to continue to get minutes when Jalen McDaniels comes back because of the way that he did perform when a couple of these guys were out? I don't think so. Uh, Maybe. I mean, I think JT Thor probably made the biggest argument for getting a few minutes mm-hmm. when some of these players get back. I think book nine, more than book nine. An, okay. Yeah. Well, I think he had an amazing offensive game, but uh, you know, this was the first 
Hornets game in a while where I went, man, they needed a little bit more offense. That hasn't traditionally been the case, and I don't think it'll be the case once you get LaMelo Ball back. So I think if any one of these young players will get uh, some reserve minutes, but I don't – I mean, we've just seen it all season. Borrego trusts the veterans. He liked that rotation before it all got messed up by COVID. I don't think that all of a sudden he's going to suddenly not like that rotation that was working for the Hornets – uh, so I think he's going to go right back to that safety blanket and and try to win a few ball games on this West Coast road trip. You mentioned that last West Coast road trip. It was kind of the same story. The defense faded mm-hmm. away, although they had their full complement of roster pieces. Uh, but same thing. I mean, they got smoked by Golden State. They got smoked by Sacramento. So hopefully they can switch it up and maybe not get smoked by um, their next opponent. On Wednesday. Right, let's look at at least one bright spot last night. Kelly Oubre was trying to keep them in this at the beginning. Does finish a bright se- spot all season. Yeah, 7 of 15 from the field, 4 of 9 from deep. Uh, missed a few free throws, which doesn't need to happen, but still <laughs> scored 20 points. Kelly Oubre, you know, again, trying to keep them in it as much as possible. He was one of the only guys that was hitting. Gordon had went 5 of 10, but still you know, not enough on that end. Man, Kelly, there's something to this whole six-man-of-the-year conversation right now, at least is where it stands currently. I think we're about a third of the way through the season. Heard Mike Greenberg talking about that earlier today. So Kelly, man, 36 minutes for him. That's just another guy that can play backcourt minutes. Cody gives you 30. Terry Rozier comes in immediately, gives you 30. LaMelo Ball is going to give you 30. Like It's going to be tough for James Booknight to sneak in and still find a way to get minutes because somebody like Kelly and Cody, two really nice bright spots, maybe you didn't expect them to be as good as they are coming into this season. Well, there might have been two starting roster mistakes by Borrego in this one. One of them was starting with Nick Richards and his three minutes and then going immediately to P.J. Washington on the first sub. And I think the second sub was the second mistake, not starting Kelly Oubre and instead starting Cody Martin. I think Kelly Oubre has been fine on defense, and he gives you a spark on offense to help you start games. You know, If it hadn't been for Kelly Oubre coming in on that second sub, the Hornets probably would have been down 20 to nothing. He came in there and finally broke the seal and, and got a bucket for the Hornets. Um, it's... Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it, but, but um, you know, props to Ubre for coming in. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, Gordon Hayward, we got to mention him. You know, he's yeah. been way more aggressive in the past couple of games. Uh, he was five of ten from the field, hit four, four threes in this game, seventeen points, six assists, six rebounds. You know, people were ready to jettison him from the team as well, and and you know, I think he's going to be one of these players that. You know, maybe takes a has a few bad games, but is always going to be consistently good for the Hornets. Uh, Book Knight struggled to shoot tonight, four or last night, four of 13 uh, from the field, two of six from three, 13 points. And that's just all, you know, Book Knight's going to take some time, get some run uh, here and there when, when injuries happen. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just a tough night for the Hornets overall. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I have to mention too, the Mavericks, props to them for coming out with a good game plan. I mean, defensively, they come out with this zone. And the Hornets just weren't ready for it. Uh, this this game really was over in in the first half. It's, this was not a. Uh, it, it didn't look like they were going to be able to come back in the second half. This was not going to be one of those miracle twenty point Indiana Pacers comebacks. Um, they, you know, the Jason Kidd props to them and the Mavericks for coming out with a good game plan. Yeah, I mean, they, they were down. They were down more than twenty. They were down twenty seven at halftime. So very close to thirty immediately, and then they just never were able to make up ground after that. I, I do want to talk one more. Uh, just one more point about James Booknight. So if we know that he's not going to get the minutes over a Cody or a Kelly, I do wonder if he's at least jumped Ish Smith. You know, and, and it's really only mm-hmm. one game 
because he did play 23 minutes last night. There was nothing special that says, yeah, that's somebody that needs to get minutes over Ish, and this is somebody we need to carve out a role for. But I do wonder if that one game was so special that if he's kind of past Ish um, on the pecking order of guys that might get in and get some action, what do you think about that? I think it would depend on what exactly they needed in that particular moment where they would go to an ish or uh, uh, because he, he really hasn't been using ish in the rotation. I don't know if they lengthen up the rotation at that point. Then you could make an argument if you need more um, outside shooting. But I think uh, I think Booknight and Ish are similar players in that they play with a ton of energy and they, they make some like detail plays that are interesting. Just cuts, offensive rebounds. They just pay attention in a way uh, that's that's very similar and they can make these little plays that help you win basketball games. But if you need more distribution, you're gonna go to Ish. If you need more, you know, scoring and and I mean both of them offer you speed, but if you need more scoring specifically, I think you go to Book Knight. So I think it's going to depend, but I, I agree with you that Book Knight now has entered into sort of uh, uh, Borrego's periphery. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Book Knight. Okay, I can play him for sustained minutes if I if I need to, and, and get a certain thing. Yeah, and I mean, Jane, you know, he said it after that Sacramento game, or maybe even before that, if I'm not mistaken, he said they drafted him for a reason, right? Like, this is somebody that you thought was going to get minutes at some point earlier than what he did, but eventually it took a lot of dudes out on COVID protocol, health and safety protocol. And Booknight uh, was talking to Ashley Shahamadi, and and he said that he's he's a, he was a little bit frustrated that he hasn't, that he was a high pick and that he wasn't getting the play time normally reserved for a lottery pick and so we know that's on his mind at the same time he said his teammates have been supporting him you see pj washington and uh, Lamelo all uh tweeting about his big night and so i think it just goes it goes back to this point that the hornets have a really solid core like player development is about coaching but it's also having a roster that's willing to accept that kind of thing, to accept player development, to, to grab young guys and say, hey, your time's going to come, which is what his teammates have been telling him. This is a really special group, and I think Hornets fans, uh, if you don't understand it by now, I think you're really starting mm -hmm. to understand it when all of these young guys come in and have the impact that they're having. There's a reason for that, and it's because of the coaching staff, but it's also because of the group that they have. This is a, this is a cool year to watch basketball, despite that brutal loss. Um, this is a fun year to watch Hornets basketball. Well, and I think what makes that even more special, it's not the fact that they went out and got a whole bunch of veterans to come in and teach the young pups. It's the fact that Miles Bridges can speak from experience to James Booknight that your moment is coming and that the player yeah. development process works. It's right. the fact that these guys have been on this same exact track before and they can right. tell James Booknight, I'm not just trying to make something up because I'm 30 years old and this is what a 30-year-old is supposed to do in the locker room. I'm not 30. But it took me a couple of years to find my footing in the NBA, and this is going to happen for you as well, except maybe even at a better pace, not necessarily getting minutes-wise because we're more talented, but at a better pace because we're more talented, and now you have all of these different people that can help you. Well, and it's super cool that Booknight gets to come in and put it put in those minutes uh, and, and actually be impactful. I mean, if you think about Miles Bridges' rookie year, he, he got minutes – uh, but he just essentially had to stand in the corner and wait for the ball to come to him and, and get a few and, and you know he had a few putback uh highlight dunks mm -hmm. and different things, but his role was very limited within the offense because he was playing, you know, with with a few guys who had been around in the system for a long time and Kimba Walker. Um so it, it is cool that Book Knight, while his opportunity was limited, 
uh, was extremely impactful, and he had the ball in his hands and and could and had the license to make plays. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's going to have to roll with the punches and probably uh, go back to Greensboro for a little while or or sit on the bench and watch for a little bit. But there's no doubt in my mind that Book Knight's going to be a a piece for the Hornets um, if they don't suddenly trade him to well, the well, Indiana Pacers. Well, well, that that's that's the point, right? I did want to get to that just before we end real quickly. We didn't get to this yesterday, but Rod Boone did put out there that he's kind of lukewarm on a Pacers deal. And this is just an opinion piece. I don't think this is anything that's coming from his reporting, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I know you saw I didn't, it. Didn't, it didn't feel like that. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like more of his opinion if he was in charge of the Hornets, if he was Mitch Kupchak, he wouldn't be so fast to try to get rid of some of these younger players and or assets, as you would call them, get them to Indiana in exchange for a Miles Turner. So he's not exactly feeling it as much. Um, you're kind of just more so can't get your hands on book night. As far as the players were discussing in a potential deal, clearly Lamel's not touchable. You know, you're not getting rid of Miles Bridges right now. Gordon Terry, don't feel like that's the kind of player Indiana's looking for. Of all the guys that would qualify, you're kind of just saying, hey, book night, I'm drawing the line there. Anything else, I might be willing to talk to you. You know, I've also been thinking about this other sort of X factor that could weigh onto the thinking of not just Mitch Kupchak, but a lot of general managers when they're weighing what to do around the trade deadline is this Omicron variant and what it's going to do to teams in terms of players being out. I mean, the Chicago Bulls have so many players out that they've had to postpone games. The Hornets, all they were like right on the verge, <laughs> you know. If we're being honest, it might have benefited the Hornets if they could have postponed some of these games to the back end, but um, they had enough players to go out and, and, and play. Uh, but I wonder if that factors in. You know, maybe keeping a roster that knows one another, um, you know, maybe that consistency, uh, instead of breaking that team up and trying to figure things out when, you, when there's this unknown of like, are we going to be missing another group of players uh, a month or two from now or even heading into the playoffs? Maybe there's a bet that like, hey, maybe if we keep this core group together, that consistency uh, could help us in a potential playoff run and maybe even the playoffs when other teams are missing players or have have not played together a, a long time. So yeah, I, I don't I think- know if that's a factor, but it, it seems like it could be. No, it could be. I, th- I think w- what's interesting is it, I think it could go both ways. Now, if you're saying, man, you know, we have enough depth. If we lose some people to health and safety protocols at this specific position, we have enough guys there. Does that mean we need to go get somebody else instead of just keeping the band together for the sake of keeping the band together? Can we get away with this specific group and not necessarily this one? I really don't want to run into that problem later in the season when we're either fighting for a postseason spot or we actually get into the postseason. It could go either way, and who knows what James Yeah, but, but to get the, the thing about this particular deal that we're talking about, whether it's Sabonis or Turner, is that you because of the contract situation, the contract, the $18 million that's owed to Turner or the $19 million that's owed to Sabonis, the Hornets, to make the salaries match because of the, the way their salaries are constructed, they have to sacrifice multiple players, which would – there's no way around it. You're going to sacrifice depth to acquire Miles Turner. And so you really have to be sure that Miles Turner can cannot just get you to the playoffs. That can't be the goal at that point. If you make that deal, you've got to win a playoff series. You have to be a legitimate threat in the East. Mm-hmm. And I'm not certain that, that that is the case. And so maybe with all of these variables swirling, 
maybe next year is a better time to make that bet than it is this year. I'm uh, I, I still think they should make the deal, but I I'm just presenting sort of no. thought experiments as to the alternatives. No, I gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, you're not necessarily walking it back. You're just kind of interested in the way that James Brego is thinking. And I and I hear that. I do think that Miles Turner is a guy that is a pretty damn big difference maker. As you guys have heard me talk about, I'd be willing to deal maybe a, a couple of more. You know, PJ Washington is the interesting one. James Booknight, those are probably the two most valuable players that you have, unless you view Kelly Oubre as this long-term fit that you want to keep on this team. And he's playing really well. You know, Oubre is making it a little harder to trade him. You'd wonder he's if... He's Stangin'. If, he's the captain of the Stangin' <laughs> team. I mean, is. even more... Like, LaMelo is flashy, and I, you know, I mean, I'm wearing a shirt. Like, I love mm -hmm. LaMelo. But I think Kelly Oubre is captain and team Stangin, man. He just comes mm. in and just drops buckets, drives the basketball, steals it, blocks it. And he's doing a lot of different things that I just – it's – somebody tweeted this, like, how is he this good? Like, it's just shocking. Like, I, I didn't – in my wildest dreams, I, feel, I felt like the Kelly Oubre deal was a good deal. I felt like he could contribute in a way that they needed him to contribute. But I didn't expect this. This was well, crazy. Well, here's the thing, too. It, I thought it was a fine deal. And then he was really bad before this like eleven game stretch. Ah, Twelve. Who cares? No, about no, no that. That, that's the thing. That that's no. That is not me. Stop it. No, I'm not trying to hate on him. What I'm saying is, what a quick, crazy turnaround this has been. Because he he had maybe your one twenty point game here and there. But now it's all he does. I mean, this is what Kelly Oubre is doing at this moment, and that's what what's been such a one hundred and eighty degree turnaround as far as consistency goes. I mean, that that's the aspect that you're looking at with Kelly, where he has been extremely consistent. I guess we're kind of going on a month now. I mean, that that's what's been so impressive, and that has absolutely, legitimately thrust him into that six man of the year conversation. All right, thanks for the making live. The, the beginning of the the beginning of the year was the calm before the tsunami poppy. That's all that was. It's calmest before the storm. It's darkest before the dawn. Thanks for Dang making. <laughs> you got to get these jokes out. Keep keep them rolling. I don't Thanks know if they're jokes. I'm just talking. I just love to hear the sound of my own voice while I do the show. That, that's the kind of power that you have. All right. Thanks for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Thank you, Doug. We've got Wes Wednesdays tomorrow. Wes Bryant going to be hopping on with us to have some fun, do some kind of list. I'm sure he's going to leave the camera and get something that he wants to show us. There's going to be a five-second absence with Wes Bryant. So go to YouTube, Lockdown Hornets, and check it out. Make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms as well. You get the picture, Spotify, iTunes, any of those avenues, you can go check it out. Have a great day. We'll be back with you with Wes Bryant tomorrow.